Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. It is a trash talking Tuesday. And I got a good guess. Who my partner, Rob Parker, has been trashing on Dance Spin. Let's get right to it, Rob Parker, on this Trash Talking Tuesday. Who you trashing? Well, I I couldn't trash baseball yet because Christian had to be sent in yesterday. So, uh, yes. You know what I mean? Because there's production that has to be done on it. Yes, yes. So, uh, yes. But But you would be trashing baseball. No doubt about it. And I do got, I do have one thing to say, Chris. This is how I feel about the whole situation. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> you remember that? That was a classic. Yes, yes, yes. That, that if was, people who don't know, that, that was, was good um, times. That's when James got killed. Remember he went yes, to uh, the husband yes. of good times, got killed, and that's the wife, Florida Evans. Yes. But damn, damn. Damn, Chris, yesterday we were so close. They went into the middle of the night. I was feeling so good. I slept like a baby thinking that today I was going to be delivered. It was going to be Christmas Eve. And I was going to get the present I wanted. And now I don't have it. So we'll talk about that and much more, but I'm mad. I wasn't nearly as optimistic as you. And Even yesterday when they went 16, like, like there was a chance. No, it I, looked better, but I didn't. Right? I, I, I wasn't feeling like it was a done deal. You seem to think it was pretty much a done yeah, deal. Yeah, and that they yeah. didn't stop it. Because you remember the original deadline was yesterday. Right, So right. I thought, like, they would have stopped it if they really didn't believe they could get a deal. They so just seemed far apart. They just seemed far apart. Yeah, but they and, made uh, some concessions to each other, yeah. so it was surprising. Not but enough. Anyway. So, but we'll get into that. We got Ephraim Salam joining us at the bottom of the hour. Of wow. course, the Odd Couple crew, DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, on the ones and the twos. We got super producer Rob G in full effect. And on the updates, our man Steve DeSager, who I'm sure Rob feels a lot like you, Damn, damn, damn. 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 So uh, let's let's get right into it. Yes. Let's get right into it, Rob. Um, I don't know. I mean, are you blaming somebody on for this? No baseball. And and what they've said so far is right, the owner said they're gonna they're not gonna play the first two series. Right, which is the first week. You know, that's usually a three game series. Which is odd because that means teams will have different, like one team might miss five games, one might miss seven. It's just, you know what I mean? That's odd that their teams yeah, but, may but end you, up playing odd number of games. We've had that before. We've had that before where right, it's right. by percentage because of right. uh, games missed, Chris. So that's the only way you can do it because of series. 
Do you know what I mean? Right. Like so, because because baseball is played in three or four game series right. or two game. You have to go by series, not by uh, number of games. Because then you might send somebody to Pittsburgh for one game because originally they had a four right. game series. So that's why they do it that way. But anyway, you know, I mean, there's plenty of blame to go around, and 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 you know this. We both are. Or players, guys. I respect the, the. I mean, I am. I'm. I'm starting to wonder. No, nah, but I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I have mad respect for the for the baseball union, Chris. It's the best union in the United States. Forget about is pro it still? sports. Yes, it has been. No, nah, it, it, it became that, that. What in the '60s and '70s? I'm just talking about is all the still, stuff that no. they get. Yes, and 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 when you look at what the players have and guaranteed contracts and lifetime health care and all kinds of other perks and stuff that other leagues, they've never had a salary cap where the other sports have had salary caps for 30 years, Chris. They've never had that because the players have fought against it. They've won a lot of battles and they fought for a lot of things. Uh, and there's a lot of money out there. Baseball, contrary to popular belief, has never been healthier financially. I'm talking about money-wise. It's a $10.5 billion business, and you got to figure out a way to split it between the two sides. And I know Rob Manfred, the, the commissioner, Chris, is getting killed today, and he's the worst. This and isn't I get Rob it. Manfred, though. Thank you. These this are is what, the owners this is, and the players. He man. works for them, Chris. Right. He works for the owners, and people have to understand that. He has marching orders. Right. This is what we want. This is what we're not giving into. Like this is, and and as a commissioner, it's a it's a slippery slope because you don't oversee the entire game on both sides. Right. That's why there's a union chief, right? Tony Clark. He's not a great. I don't think he's a great commissioner, but this isn't on him. No. As no. much as people are trying to blame him, to yeah. to, to totally blame him. Right. But but I just wonder as as you know times have changed and where people are Chris um mentally financially just where we are in the world I think it's harder and harder for people uh to look at guys making millions of dollars playing ball and feel sympathy or feel not that they don't have a case on certain things so I'm not saying they don't have a case and they shouldn't have the right to negotiate a new CBA and work for it, but I'm talking about the average Joe finds it harder and harder to buy into this notion like poor players and they're getting raked over the coals. Make and 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 every year we see four or five guys get three hundred million dollar contracts. So I think there's a there's a there's a there's a fine line, Chris, inside the details that the players have a right, but the bigger picture that most people see does not shed positive light on the players. And it becomes a thing of how much is enough? What else do you but, want? And I think that's what it is. It's not the entire reality because we I know. I don't think that's the reality at all. You know, I but mean, we first know of that. all, I get it. We're in a pandemic or hopefully we seem to be maybe coming out of it. And that has heightened people's sensibilities to that. But people always feel this way. When, when we're not in a pandemic, when times are booming and there's a strike or a lockout or players want more, fans always feel this way. Because the bottom line is they look at you as a guy making millions of dollars playing a kid's game. Playing a game that we, most of us or many of us played as kids. Right. And we so would we gladly can... play 
for, you know, if we could play it for a living for free, we do it. If we could, you know, pay our bills. Right, but now right. you're making millions of dollars. But my point, my point is this, Rob. I think the fans, even though that's how they tend to look at it, regardless of the sport, they tend to blame the players. You know why? Because the players' contracts are publicized in the newspapers, on the websites, talked about on the TV and radio shows. Not what the owners make. So you're right. Yeah, we look at it like, man, you're millionaires. You got it made. What more do you want? Guess who they're fighting against? Billionaires. What more do the billionaires want? I mean, the billionaires don't even make their money, by and large, off of the sports. The billionaires have made their money elsewhere. The team is a hobby for them. For many. And they're still, for many, and they're still fighting against the players. So the players are the ones that don't have the money, you know, relatively speaking, in this battle between millionaires and billionaires. So I think, I think for those fans who are looking at the players and blaming the players, I think that's off. I think that's short-sighted because the the owners have way more money than the players, and they're playing hardball just as much, if not more, than the players are. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear that point, and that, that's why I said there's a difference between reality and and the and the uh what what uh what people see as reality and the bottom line or or inside the details of a contract so i i, I agree with that but that's not how most people look at it only from the standpoint of chris i i think we you brought up a good point we've all played baseball we all could relate to that but we can't all relate to being an owner of something and managing mil- now, now I've been a, a business owner okay for a long time well it's I a run, different viewpoint when you're bi- an owner. I run, right, right I run businesses and I know you know the sacrifice that I had to give yep. Chris and I had to take money from my family and and my thing to pay bills to right. to, to get things started it ain't always automatic so I do understand that you make a, a an investment to try to get something started, and I don't think that it's uh, that 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 owners should just say, "Oh, okay, no matter what, uh, yeah, here you go, whatever you want, we'll just give you whatever you want." No, because but here's that's the thing. But that, you, that's you not said, that's not how business works. You said taking your money to get something started. Wh- which one of these owners did that? The teams are appreciating in value. Yeah, but the but last Chris, they four made, years, but, I know they had the pandemic and all that, but they didn't play the players. But for what sixty games? Yeah, and but they so, lost a lot of money. That no, year. they lost, but but they yeah. they a lot of times. And here's the dirty little secret: across the sports, at least I know the NBA better, but I'm I'm sure it happens at least sometimes in other sports. There are times when an owner loses money during the season, right? But you you make you make your money as an owner generally on the appreciation of your franchise. And when you sell it, you sell it for a huge gain over what you bought it for. So that's why, look, the game has still been making money. The salaries have gone down over the last few years, relatively speaking. So what are the owners, you know, why are they being so tight? fisted with the players like I, I do think that and 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 look both of them 
for the average citizen, it's millionaires versus billionaires. So you you know you're like, look, they're all making much more than right, me. Right, right, right. That's why. But, people and can't... I get, I do agree with you, Rod, that most people do blame players. But I, I don't think that's right. No, I, I think I, we blame the players because that's who we know, that's who we follow, that's who and we, we do see, know. We do know right? more about them. We don't yeah. know. We don't know that the Yankees get four hundred million dollars, Chris, from the Yes Network every year. Right. So imagine the Yankees payroll is two hundred million. Okay, they get two hundred. They get four hundred million for TV, local TV rights. There's radio rights. There's signage in the stadium, right? There's uh, there's tickets, hot dogs, parking. The money adds up. Oh, They've yeah. already made $200 million before they even sold a ticket. So there is money there, and the owners are making a lot. But I do believe that there's a point, even with when you own a business compared to someone working for you, that you just don't turn over the keys and say, oh, yeah, no, uh, I made enough, you take whatever no, you want. You I don't mean, do that. Uh, right. yeah, you don't do that. And, and look, there are players. I mean, Michael Jordan was, you remember, Rob, the 98-99 lockout. And Jordan was right at the center of it. It was right before he retired the second time. And then he becomes an owner eventually. And so he's seen it at both sides, that both right? sides. And it is different. I get it. It's different when you're an owner. Um, but I just think that the owners aren't, you know, their hands aren't clean. No, their hands I didn't are say dirty that. Too. I, 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 and I, I think agree with even that. dirtier than the players are. But, but I, but I think when you look at baseball players, Chris, compared to their other contemporaries, well, basketball players are doing fine too. Right, you but I'm talking about still. About I'm talking about, but, but still, football is the one that gets housed. Like, like when you look at what they football players, Chris, would die to have the deal that baseball players have now. Would right. die to have that deal. Forget about right. the new deal and what they want. They would die to have what they have. And I'm not saying baseball players should just be satisfied. They have some really good points on things that they want to accomplish. But but deep down, you can't damage the sport to a point where, uh, on both sides, that you're going to have some collateral damage. So you're talking about salaries going down. If we miss a month or two or whatever or the season. It can change the well, landscape. That's going to be an argument now because right. the players want to get paid for these games they're going to miss. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's going to be an argument because the players right. are going to say the owners going to say we're not no, making up any games. Exactly, and and that, it is what it is. And here's the other part: the 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 uh, yeah, that that's going to be another sticking point as we move forward. But definitely, we want to hear from everybody. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. How much blame do the players deserve for this ongoing MLB lockout? I'm saying it's more owners than players. What say you? 877-996-6369, Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by AutoZone, because they've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And with over 5,600 locations across the nation, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Who you blaming for the uh, MLB lockout and the fact that we will miss the fir- at least the first two weeks or so of the regular season? All right, let's kick it off. Um... Let's kick it off. Of course, I've missed my place. Uh, T- Tariq in Toronto. You're on the odd. Tariq, you're on the odd couple. Fox Sports Ready. Tariq, how you doing in Toronto? I'm good, guys. How you guys doing? What's, What's up, up, man? Now, I'm looking forward to the Toronto Blue Jays playing this season with all the good acquisitions, making a trip to Missouri to catch a couple of games. But, of course, this happens then again. I'm not surprised. We should have seen this happening from the, I guess, pandemic year when there was uh, whispers of them following right. grievances and all this sort of stuff there. But my take here is that uh, both sides are to, bl- are to blame. They have a right to strike, but they have to understand the consequences behind the strike and how that's going to affect the game, especially with the game being so fragile as it is. But if I were to pick one side, I'll blame the pl- owners. Uh, from what I understand, they're making a lot of money off these, low, off these media rights, television rights, um, tons of money, yet all the money they're getting from revenue sharing they don't seem to be reinvesting right. that back into the city. So right. if, they're not re- if they're not reinvesting that back into their teams and not putting a competitive team on the field, how do you expect people to come to the stadium? And this is just in light of the stuff that I'm reading on. So from that perspective, if they're not putting the effort to put a competitive team on the team, how do you expect a family of four or whatever to dish out four or $500 to go right. to the game? It, do, it does cost. I, 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 I well, it you is a lockout. But it, it don't is a right. lockout, not a, a lockout, strike. not a strike, and it doesn't cost four hundred dollars to go to a baseball game. No, I mean, but, but I, I just, right. I, but I, I think I, Rob, just, his point and, and, though and, about his point about there's a lot of teams I, that aren't Chris, competing. There are win. a few teams that aren't competing, and I agree with that. That's but, actually contention between owners. Yeah, like no, that, that's one reason it. owners don't want to share more revenue. Right, because they they're like, why should I give you money and you're not even you want to have the lowest payroll possible? But they have to be right. There has to be like a, a floor and, that's and a what, ceiling. Yeah, players yeah, are like, you look, you got to spend money. Right, you got. I mean, spend there's a floor, money. but yeah, you got to spend. You got to be raised. You can't be. But and see, we saw Houston did this, Chris, when they turned it around, and that's what happened. People saw that the Astros. Remember a couple of years back? Oh yeah, yeah, they did it, and then they got all these players, and then they turned into a juggernaut. So then they're like, that's what we want to do. We're going to tank. Or whatever, like Philadelphia and the NBA, we're gonna do, do this, and then and then we'll be better. But is everybody but doing right. it for that reason, or some? I think some are doing it just to save well, money or to some, make money. Some are right. Yeah. Well, well, that's why we don't need thirty teams. You probably need to cut off six of them. Uh, Drew in New Jersey, you're on wow. the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. Huh? Sneaky, sneaky hot take by Ron. I would, I would cut. I would. Cut I don't, don't want to cut teams. I want to cut games. No, I cut teams. I cut and, and that's not just a ba- anti baseball. I'm talking about basketball too. Cut games. We don't need that many games. So, what up, Drew? So, so hey, how's it going? So I What's think up? that the uh, I think they're I'm somewhat in between. I do think that you know I tend to lean more to the athlete because they're actually putting you know providing the service. They're the ones with the actual skill. Um, but 
I don't want the pendulum to swing like it is in the NBA where you have players sitting out, where you have probably the worst owner, the worst commissioner in sports who's pretty much dragging the league. I wouldn't say down, but it's not as competitive as it was. Well, he's very David much Harris. a player's commissioner. And, and it's that's a problem. And that's not yeah, it's going to be interesting when, you know, because well, the we'll, owners we'll can't be this, happy. Yeah, right, we'll on. see right. when this deal is up. Like, Absolutely. Like, yeah, because there's going to be pushback, no doubt yep. about it. Yep. And to be honest, there should be, Rob. There, there should be pushback with this Ben Simmons stuff and all that. So, all right, uh, we will bring on our man Ephraim Salam in a few minutes. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Uh, we got our man Ephraim Salam, former NFL offensive lineman, now a Fox Sports Radio weekend host. That's right. And you can tell he's from the Bay Area. Blowing the whistle with Too Short. What's up, brother? How are you? What's up? What's happening, man? How y'all doing? doing we good. are good. Are um, we talked a little bit about Kyler Murray. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. But I, I, I wasn't feeling this letter. He said, look, I'm going to offer him trying to get that deal. You know, go, go for it. Uh, but if I were the Arizona Cardinals, I would not be paying him right now. Not that I don't think he's done very well. And that I think he has a bright future. But I just want to see more from them. And and we've seen the last few contracts, Ephraim, that they gave quarterbacks, you know, at this point in their careers, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, haven't panned out. And so I would not pay Ty, uh, Kyler this summer or this offseason. Would you give him a new contract or what would you do in that situation? No, no, I wouldn't. And I think uh, we did talk about it a little bit last week. And it's, you know, you with two years left on your deal. So no matter what he decides that he wants to do, he's locked in, right? He has his right. fourth year and then the fifth-year rookie deal, and then they can make him play all that out and then still franchise tag him, right? So he doesn't right. have any leverage. Right. He has zero leverage right now. Now, you know, the new thing is, you know, these younger, you know, at least they have a little bit of success and they're trying to force the hand of, of these owners, but I can promise you this. They're like, yo, look here, man. We're we're not gonna do that we're, because you're gonna start being held hostage, right? He, you're gonna start being held hostage, and you know the quarterback position outside of Ezekiel Elliott doing it a couple years ago is the one position to where they feel that they have that leverage to do it. But I wouldn't pay him if I was Arizona, not at all. What do you, What do you yeah. make of him going public and the letter and all that? What this is what the you, new. This is. This is the new that. generation. This is what everything is public. Everything is everything must be in the public, right? That's what Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. You get to have your own voice. So there's not your publicist or your agent like, yo, we'll handle it. We'll take care of it. If you feel a certain way at ten thirty at night, she's gonna put it out there in the world for the world mm-hmm. to see. When Chris had his radio dispute, his contract dispute with Fox Sports Radio, nobody knew. You know what I mean? Because he kept it to himself. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I knew. Dispute. I was asking him to. I was asking him to <laughs> save some money for me, and he obviously didn't do that. So, you know, there's that. Um, let's look at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it looks like you know they're renegotiating the deal with the Packers. And I'm going to be honest, Ephraim, when I saw he wanted $50 million, which he said he denied and, and it probably wasn't true, 
Um, I thought that was too much, but I don't because Patrick Mahomes was the highest paid at forty five million. Now you want ten percent more than him? I think that's too much. But even though I don't think Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, I think it's Mahomes. I don't mind making him the highest paid quarterback because I understand how things work. Just not at fifty million, but I would if 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 they can sign him up and lock him in for say the next three years. Four years. I would do it if I'm the Packers. It'll help them actually this year as far, you know, next season for the salary cap. They can have room for other players. It works. But I would do it. I know you and both of us have been down on him in the postseason. I still would lock him up. Would you? Um, Yeah, I, I would lock him up. I mean, they don't have another option. I don't like the fact that. The thing I'm, the problem I have with Aaron Rodgers, and as a, as, a, as an organization, as a franchise, of course you want to keep one of the best quarterbacks. There are not a lot of great quarterbacks just floating around for you to right. get, right? The Rams lucked out last year and was able to get Matthew Stafford. There's not a lot of that going on, unless it's you know, unless you know it's a Tom Brady he wants to leave. I, I see Aaron kind of in the, in that situation. When Peyton Manning came off the injury, you know, he was able to get out there and go to Denver. But what would Green Bay do? The only problem is, like, if you're trying to pay this man $50 million a year and you haven't been to the Super Bowl in 12 years, right? you've had everything work in your favor in terms of home field advantage, all of these things, and you're still getting beat, right? You switched coaches. You did all of these things. He's the MVP. Is that the is that the goal of the season, or is the season to win the Super Bowl? Is that the goal or the goal to win the Super Bowl? Right. So if you pay somebody fifty million dollars a year, you better guarantee they get you a Super Bowl. Well, I don't know how you can guarantee anything in sports, but I, nothing I, I, I you cannot, and that's the point. Yeah, you can't do it. Uh, let me ask you. You mentioned Tom Brady. Uh, the Bruce Arians, their coach, said uh, that's nice that Tom Brady, you know, retired or whatever. If he comes back. We got plenty of money for him, but he ain't playing nowhere else. What do you mean? <laughs> I love that. I mean, he said he play, he come it's back. Rare. We got plenty of money, but he ain't right. he ain't playing nowhere else. We ain't helping. That's a, and that's exactly what will get rid of all those rumors and all yep. of those speculations that will just dead that in the water. And that's absolutely right. What that do you think, right. Ephraim, about not, we all have assumed this would be Jimmy Garoppolo's last season in San Francisco, and now there are rumblings that, well, hold up. They might keep him and play him next year. Trey Lance isn't ready. I'm not surprised. I mean, Trey Lance obviously came from Division One AA, hasn't played a lot, and, and he's young. And we, we tend to expect these guys to come right in and, and a be lot great of them right happen. away. Right. I mean, what do you think of that situation uh, in San Francisco at the quarterback? I, I think the best thing for Trey Lance is to sit another year. I, I don't think he's ready. They know he's not ready. Does he have talent? Of course. He's very talented. But is he ready to to lead a team with Super Bowl aspirations? Um, it may just be too much for him, right? He hasn't played a lot of football. He hasn't played football in two years, really. Right. And when he right. did play, he didn't play – at a particularly high level against high uh, competition. So why would you roll? Why is everybody such in a rush to roll these kids out there and, like, you got to go now? The best thing for him is to get another year under his belt, hit the ground running next, uh, the season after next, 
and, and, and become who they hope he can be. Let There's me no shame you. in that. No, but, but you know you get a new shiny toy and people want to open it up and play with it immediately, even if it's not – even if the batteries aren't in it, you know what I mean. Like that's yeah. They want yeah. You want to go. You want to put yep, yep. Yep. It I mean, and it's also it that teams patience. teams feel like look, let's build around. Let's get a quarterback who's pretty good, and not making a lot of money on his rookie deal, and then get better players around him. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. not always going to work. Everybody's not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> to say the least. You're right. Yeah, it's very few Patrick Mahomes right. out is there. That, is that the, the ninth time you mentioned Patrick Mahomes in this interview? How many times is that? That's uh, so funny. Uh, so let me ask fun. you about Matt Ryan. Hater the, in the house. The, the GM, or the, the Falcons GM, <laughs> wouldn't commit to him being the starter in 2022. What do you make of that? Um, yeah. I, time I, come to make a you change a bad down team. There? Yeah, we, it's time. It's time. time. It's time. Like, it's definitely look, time. Come on. You a bad team. Why well, I guarantee you the spot? No, yeah, but no. I, but I don't know who they have. I'm just asking, like, you know. No, I mean, they don't have anybody, but it's time to move on, though. Like, at a certain point, you know, if the boat is leaking, you know, the, the rag you put in there is soaking wet, and it's just going to keep leaking water. At, at some point, you're going to have to patch the hole up. Absolutely. Right? you got to patch it up. If if you you got to move on. you got to start looking for the next chapter, for the next decade. Uh, of, of quarterback play, and it has to start now. All right. That's our brother Ephraim Salam. Thanks, Ephraim. Great stuff as always, brother. We Absolutely. appreciate you. Yep. Y'all stay safe, brother. Yep. All right. More eye couple coming your way. Shekel City is next, and other stuff as well. Tom Brady talk. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. Don't forget, coming up, a Trash Talking Tuesday in the third hour. Your chance to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. Stick around for that. It's time for Shekel City. Two, Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Shekel City, soon to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. Chris, last night, two out of three. Not bad. I think the one game I did lose was the um, the big win by... Uh, Orlando beating the Pacers. So that was the game that I lost, but I won the other two games. I had Memphis and I had the T-Wolves. So two out of three. Tonight we're going for a hat trick on Sheckle City. Yes, I'm betting against the Pistons, Chris. Are you with me? Man, you haven't learned your lesson yet. Wizards minus three and a half. Pistons in half. They're hosting the Atlanta Hawks. And the Clippers minus seven on the road against Houston. That's right. Wizards minus three and a half. Celtics minus six and a half. Clippers minus seven. Yep. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right. That is what Rob a chance Parker of, with Shekel City. What a chance okay. of the Pistons winning tonight, Chris. Who they playing again? The Wizards. Oh. Every time I bet, they they, they got they a good win- chance of winning. 
Huh? You think so? The Wizards? The yeah. Pistons have won 15 games, Chris. I'm not saying they're good. I'm just okay. saying they can beat the Wizards. Tonight, Especially I feel good you about this. Them. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I feel like eventually it's going to work in my favor. That's I why think I keep all betting 15 of those wins have come when you've bet against them. I think 11 have, to be honest. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. All right. Uh, if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. All right, Rob, you brought it up with Ephraim Salam, and I know you love the fact that Bruce Arians said, look, no, we are not letting him play for another team. And I think the term he used was this bad business. You know I like Tom Brady. I would love to see Tom Brady play in San Francisco. I think the storyline is tremendous. That's a team, obviously, that – you know, is has Super Bowl aspirations, and he obviously would, you know, be the guy to help them get there. But I got to be honest, Bruce Arians is right. This is a business. And Tom Brady going to another team, particularly in the NFC, would hurt Tampa Bay. And so I don't blame him. I, look, I do think he would allow Brady to play elsewhere, but he'd have to get the major compensation. It'd have to be a major trade that would be good for Tampa Bay before he makes that move. So I think that kills a lot of the noise out there. It's not just going to be, oh, Brady decided, oh, you know what? I want to go play. No, you're right. For the Niners, right? It's going to have to be, they're going to have to do a lot to get Tom Brady. So I I think that, not that they're, I I never bought that he's coming back anyway. I like it, but I don't think he is. But this puts another hurdle and obstacle in the way. And a big wow. one, Chris, a big yep. one. I think you're 100% because if you're Tampa, you want to hurt San Francisco, right? Absolutely. Gonna, I want wanna, Debo. Right. You're going to like make the, <laughs> well, they don't get that, but right. you're, you're trying to hurt them uh, for, taking, uh, for taking Brady. So yep. I do believe, I'm with you, I never thought he was coming back. Uh, all the talk was good and intriguing, uh, but... Uh, he was under contract with Tampa Bay, you know, like like they they have his rights, and that's a reason you sign a contract. So I wasn't right. surprised that Arian said that. Tom Brady wasn't a free agent; they had committed money to him. Chris, right? right? Smart move by Arians, because again, yeah. I, look, I'm open to trading him, but it's got to be worth our while. Would you want Garoppolo? I mean, it'd be more than Garoppolo, obviously. But if you're Tampa, would you take kind of, let's say a package? built around Garoppolo. It would have to have really good players elsewhere or draft picks or whatever. But, I, Rob, I would do that. Now, again, let's, I don't know what else there would be in the trade. But if I'm Tampa, Garoppolo's only on, under contract for a year. So if it doesn't work out, you can move on from him. But if that were the starting point of a move, then I'm willing to listen. You would be willing to listen if if you can make something off of it. But I, I just don't it's see gotta it. It's got to be I, more than Garoppolo, no doubt. No, no, it's got to be that. It's got to be some picks or something. You got you to gotta really you, – you're giving, you're giving away a quarterback that makes your team better. Right. Right? Right, right. So right. it's got to be more than that. I mean, you're, you're hurt by it, by losing a quarterback 
who got you to the Super Bowl in the playoffs in the second year, You could year, be Chris. handing them a Super Bowl or at least so, a chance right. to get you. Or know, a chance, a and, and, and that's not what you want to do unless you make out like a bandit. So I do, I do believe that all that talk and chatter about Tom Brady just went out the window. So I'll be surprised if we'll keep hearing about that for now. Like that, that kind of put the story to rest. And, uh, well, at least you hope so. Nah, I'm, I'm good either way. I mean, I'm, please. I'm fine. You I'm ain't just, good if he comes I need, back. I need, the last I need one, thing you I need want one in other, sports is for I need him to one come other back. guy to retire, and then I'll be good. We could go move forward. I could finish my career. I'll be is good. that LeBron? I didn't say that. You said no, that. I'm asking you. Who is it? I, I, I don't want to say. I'm Why happy not? for whoever's playing. Why not? What sport? NBA. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> It'll, Chris, it, it, they both Does he were live around. in the same city as you? <laughs> yeah, most of the year when he's not traveling for his games. Uh, no, I mean, they've both been around for a long time. You know, like you know, 20 years. That's a long time in pro sports. You, no, normally, don't, you normally don't talk about people that long, you know, like right. to be that relevant. So I think it would be good to have other people to talk about. It's been a long ride for Brady, 20, what was it, 20 years? 22, 22 years, 22, yeah. Chris, and LeBron's on year 19, and he's talking about 22. It's a long time. I'm fine with it. I mean, especially guys at that level that have been so great. Um, I, I don't mind them being around. I don't mind. I, I actually like it. I think the storylines are rich, as long as they're performing at a high level. And Brady obviously was. And LeBron is individually but he's got to get this team right. So, all right, we got two hours left of the eye couple on the Trash Talking Tuesday. Lock it!